So first of all, as you say, you acknowledge that uh, there is some kind of even ideological uh, resistance or pushback on international financial institutions or programs from the IMF. What are the reasons to uh, your knowledge? Well, I mean, there's difficulty with going to the IMF and, and for obvious reasons. Uh, but beyond that, uh, there's skepticism and everything. Uh, there's some good that IMF can also provide. And uh, I think South Africa probably got to look at the good side. What is the good side? Well, I think the, the most important thing is the fact that if a country is on an IMF program, uh, it lends a certain level of credibility uh, as far as policy strategy is concerned. And, and it so happens that, that, that is, that's South Africa's problem at this particular point in time. Okay, Professor, I, I, perhaps if I could just also ask you to speak up a bit because I really am struggling to hear you. So just in terms of um, analysing South Africa's problems at the moment and accurately diagnosing them in relation to how the IMF would would see it, would they be on the same page? I, I think so. I think the, I mean, the present problem, three issues have been identified. And I think the first issue is the, the business and consumer confidence. And, and the third is policy uncertainty. And, and, and these three issues are connected to one another somewhat. And, and, and it, 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 if once we get the policy uncertainty thing out of the way, you know, the business confidence and the consumer confidence will fall into place. And, and, and I think what, what IMF will bring to the table is to lend a certain level of credibility to the policy direction that the country uh, will be pursuing. Mm. But they, uh, you know, critics of the IMF, for instance, who say their programs and the extent of their influence on macroeconomic policy are overrated. I, I don't think so. And I think South Africa has a, a great chance. I mean, unlike most countries on the continent and, and even in most developing parts of the world, uh, we don't really have big issues with our monetary policy, which is a very important part of the whole macroeconomic policy framework. Monetary policy is fairly sorted. You know, the Reserve Bank is, is solid. And, and as far as their performance is concerned, I don't think IMF is going to add anything onto that. Mm. What is troubling, though, is the fiscal policy side. And, and, and when one looks at the issues more closely, uh, we find out that, you know, the issue around policy uncertainty is, is something that's fixed out. And, and that feeds into low business confidence, and, and low investment, which leads to low economic growth, and and then we have consumer confidence also coming coming uh, on board because I mean if the economy is not growing and, and people are losing their jobs, obviously the consumer confidence is just going to go down. So all the problems are interlinked. And okay, Prof, let me just ask other, you this question yeah. before we run out of time. There's been um, criticism of some of the prescripts that countries are forced to abide by. If we look at uh, the ratings agencies and the comments that they've made about uh, uh, the politics of the country and how they ought to be conducted, is that going to be a good fit with the IMF, given that they may have the very same um, conscripts when they draw up the agreement with us? I don't think so. I think the IMF and the rating agencies are two different institutions with different motivations and different uh, 
uh, ways of doing things. I think the rating agencies were looking at issues from a different perspective, and, and they raised the issue of the, uh, the wrangling and the political the ruling party. I think that's a separate matter. As far as the IMF is concerned, I mean, they don't really care much about what goes on in the political realm. They're dealing with policy issues, and, and, and it's got very little to do with the politics. Hopefully we'll invite you back to have a longer discussion, Professor Matthew Kofi-Okram, because I do believe uh, we need to go deeper into the issue and we've barely touched the surface. Thank you very much for your time. He is a professor of economics at the University of the Western Cape.